0: Let it go like eight seconds and then I'll let everybody know what's up. All right, guys. Hello, this is your boy Sean Christopher Jenkins. We are back with you again here on my YouTube channel and my podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. We're with my boy Justin Lee Howell, who's about to get married on July 16th, right? Is that today?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: All right, and that's aka Einstein. So, y'all play for uh like 90 years of marriage, about a 12 to 20 babies, all of the shebang. Okay, <laughs> man. All right, but yeah, guys, we got a treat for you. So we're doing a Bible study on Psalms 148 in a bit. But right now, there was a quote that I saw that I just had to hit you guys with. Are you ready to receive this in your spirit? Okay, let me share it with you. All right, and again, I'm Sean Christopher Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. J, and that is uh Justin Lee Howell, aka Einstein. So his YouTube channel is Chaplain Logs. Make sure to subscribe to it. All right, so let's get to it. So the quote that I have for you today, hopefully my share screen works successfully. You can see my screen, right, Justin? Yeah, I see it. All right, so y'all make sure to follow one of my social media pages, Trouble Don't Last, on Twitter. I'm also on Snapchat. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, Trouble Don't Last. Follow me on there. But, yeah, this is my uh, social media page. I got hacked at 40K followers. We need to do a video on that, by the way, Justin. You remember when we went through First Corinthians? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we definitely need something like that. Right. I want to just focus on that. Like, uh, But anyways, the quote of the day that we have for you, to guy, for you guys today is this. We can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass. All right? So I'm going to say it again. I just tweeted it today. We can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass. All right. So I saw that quote and it just resonated in me. So this is a quote of the day. I have a playlist on my YouTube channel titled Quotes of the Day. Let me go to it for you guys. So uh, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, make sure to just go ahead and like this video, share it with somebody you know, that's going to be blessed by it. Because guys, you're going to receive a blessing from it. I haven't even gotten to it yet. But yeah, this is my YouTube channel, Upload past Crossroads. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, leave all the comments in the world let me know if you have any questions any videos you want us to do or anything like that but yeah if you go to my playlist and you just go to create a playlist what playlist am i talking about or quotes of the day yeah so i'm gonna scroll down scroll down for a bit so i can get to it easily but yeah if you just find and look for quotes of the day we should be able to get to it sometimes you gotta go all the way to the bottom Justin, do you know anything about playlists Oh, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Playlists are big, man. Yeah. Here it is right here. So on this playlist right here on my YouTube channel, Upload Fast Crossroads, you'll find more quotes of the day videos like this. So you guys get ready for it. It's about to be crazy. All right. So quote of the day we're focusing in on is we determine we can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass. So this quote touched me so much because it's so true. Because it's true for my life. Like in my life. Uh, the things I wanted to happen in my life, that was my will, right? But like, you know that your wills aligned with God's will when stuff comes into fruition, when stuff comes to pass, when your imagination becomes your reality, right? Like, ever since I've been saved, there's certain things that I've wanted, and I didn't want it before I was saved, right? So there's a, there's a list of things that changed in me. There's a priority list that changed. There was an agenda that changed. There was just a mentality and a goal-oriented mindset that changed when I became saved. And it was because my will was aligning up to God's will. So it was no longer what I wanted. It was not my will be done, but God's will be done. Just like the scripture verse says, before Jesus went to die on a cross for our sins, he prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane, you know, let this you know, cut past from me, but Lord, if it's your will, let it be done. You know, not my will, but your will be done. So like, as believers, we got to come to the realization and to the point to where uh, our requests doesn't matter. It All that matters is what God wants. So like, we can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass, because that's God's will for our life, right? But that's the key. It has to be God's will. It can't be what you want. But yeah, Justin, let's go down the rabbit hole, man. Yeah, I'm it's-
1: glad you're pushing that, I'm really glad you're pushing that your will has to line up with God, because yeah. like if you're praying for a new Porsche or something like that, like obviously that's not going to be aligned to what God wants. It's very materialistic, uh, but there's like other ways that you can kind of tell if your will's not lining up with God. But that makes me think of the verse John 15:7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Yeah. And like. God is a loving father for us. He wants to give us stuff. He wants to give us gifts. He wants to give us things that will take care of us. But he also cares about our inside as well. Like right. we, He doesn't just want to give us material things because that's not his will for us. He wants to make sure we're transformed first. So what's on the inside matters first before the outside matters. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part about your quote today is like, you know... The good things are gonna happen on the outside if you made that change on the inside first. Right. Right.
0: That's so powerful, man. I'm glad like, I'm glad you said that. Let's just feed off of that. Let's stay there for a minute. Like the Christian life is all about the inside experience, not mm-hmm. the outward experience. Like the outward is just the fruit. So fruit count is the fruit is the last result that comes from it's the last thing that happens when it comes to a tree growing right first the tree got to grow then the tree eventually bears fruit but it has to be in the right season right so (laughs) so that is so powerful because like the christian life is just like a tree it's just like you know jesus is the branch just like the seven i am oh yeah and we are the fruit right like well, well he's the branch Where the fruit? I guess, I don't know. What what was it?
1: Yeah, it's John 15, 4. Abide in me, I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me.
0: Yeah, so Jesus is the vine. We're the branches, right? And then we're supposed to bear fruit on our branch, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, the Christian life is all about um, your inside, like how you are inwardly. It's gonna reflect outwardly. So if you're not in the right state inwardly, that's all that matters. Like you know, I want your...
1: I wanna give some context to that too. While we're yeah. on it, I really like that verse because Jesus had a way of choosing parables um, that associated or just really clicked with the people back then. So a lot of them were farmers or agriculturalists. So for them, they understood that if they want a tree to start producing fruit, they have to graft on a branch. Like it's a very delicate process. Like if you have a tree that is not giving you figs or it's just a dead fig tree, you have to graft on like a healthy branch, which is a very delicate process for it. So it's the same for our lives. We need to like graft Jesus into our life because otherwise we're just dead inside. One of my, I don't mean to go on topic, but one of my favorite insults of Jesus to the Pharisees was calling them uh something like pristine white gravestones. Yeah. They look like white and nice on the outside but they got like a dead body on the inside and it's smelly right. and so like he like even Jesus was saying you can't just look good on the outside. You have to um you have to be good on the inside too. You have to like take on that branch so you can bear fruit. Otherwise right. you're just a dead tree, not growing anything.
0: Well, I'm happy we're having this discussion, man, because like That is so important, man. Like, God cares about your heart. He don't Mm -hmm. care about what you do outwardly. So, like, yeah, that's important. Yeah. But what he cares about the most is your heart. I actually talked about in Matthew chapter 6, like, when Jesus was calling out the Pharisees, really, but he was telling Christians, don't be like them. Like, these guys do stuff outwardly to be seen, to get praise from men, to stand Mm -hmm. out from men, to seem like they're godly, right? So they pray in the synagogue but the way they pray just like with the parable it was a parable jesus told where one man went into the synagogue and he's a sinner and he got down on his knees the tax collector yeah he got down on his knees and he said lord i'm a sinner i don't deserve to pray for anything but you know i you you said i can pray and ask you for anything and I, here I am, like, you know, I'm just, I'm begging for your forgiveness and all that stuff. But the Pharisee went in at the same time, the Sadducee, and he said, Lord, he went in front of the window. So, you know, in that time period, the windows open and they didn't have glass. So he went to be seen by all men who are outside. And he said, Lord, thank you. And he prayed loud enough for everybody here. He said, Lord, thank you for not, for just blessing me with well, being a Pharisee, the highest of all officials, the most prestige. And thank you, especially for not letting me be like this tax elector, this sinner, a sinner who's not going to ever get to heaven. like he was more worried about other people, you know, and worried about what he looked like outwardly instead of inwardly, and that's what Jesus was saying in Matthew six. He was saying like, you know how you are outwardly doesn't really matter if your heart's not right, right? He said, you can give to the poor all the money in the world. We talked about that with First Corinthians 13, man, like what what is what good is it to give? all the money that you have in the world to have all the faith in the world to move mountains to preach the best sermons ever preached by anybody ever but you don't have love right so if you don't have Jesus you don't have love what are you so that that goes back to everything we've been saying right like let's let's focus on the topic at hand which is how to know God's will like how to know God's will is you got to know uh, what love is you got to know who love is you got to know who Jesus is like without knowing who Jesus is without knowing like without knowing him, how are you going to know what your function to do in this life? How are you going to know what your purpose to do in this life? And We've been talking about that with uh, Psalms 148. Like, you were created for God, right? So you're not going to know what you're created for if you don't know the creator yourself, personally, hmm. right? In your heart. So, like, a lot of people, you, they don't know the purpose. They don't do anything aligned with their purpose. They definitely don't know God's will because if you don't know your purpose, how are you going to know God's will? You can't. They go hand in hand, right? So, like, so like yeah let's go back to that quote man the whole point of the video the title is called how to know god's will right that's the question and then it was this quote we can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass that is so powerful man we can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass and i'm gonna go let's let's focus on scripture verse like you focused on one so we need to probably bring that one back up but let's go. Let's go to James. Like I like I was saying before the video starts. Let's go to James four, and we'll go one through three. I'll just focus on those because then I'll go down a rabbit hole if I go any further. But, all right. So James four, uh, chapter yeah, James chapter four, verse one through three. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight you do not have because you do not ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. Man, we serve a good and loving God, man. Like if people have the wrong heart, the wrong motives and the wrong intentions, like we started off the video talking about. We started off the video talking about your heart. Where is your heart? Jesus even said it in the Bible, where your heart is, your treasure is. If your heart isn't in the right place, that means your treasure is not in the right place, right? Your treasure should be Jesus. Your treasure should be God. And so as a believer, see, other people can get away with that. Unbelievers, people bound for hell. I'm not going to name any names, but there's some people that are celebrities that are famous that could get away with having all the money in the world, having all the fame in the world and just stuff like that, right? Get all the blessings of God, right? These are Those are blessings. But like, they don't know God. Right. But some of us are poor. We don't have anything. We have desires in our heart that we want to be fulfilled, but we can never get it because we have the wrong motives. And that's not God's will for our life. Right. God's worried about transforming us, preparing us for the kingdoms, making us more into molding us and making us into Christ's image before we get to the promised land. Right. So if that's the goal, all of us are at different levels in different states right now. So God's not going to put any, he loves all of us too much and every single one of us, all of his children, especially way too much to put way more on us that, than we can bear. So if money, if that's what we are all after, most people want money. I want money. That'd be nice. I want fame. That'd be great. But like, can you handle it? Is that your calling? Is that God's will for your life? Like, Or is that going to deter you from getting closer to him, from becoming more like him, from really depending on him like you should? That's the whole point. God wants to be first in your life. He's a good, he's a a jealous God, right? Mm -hmm. That's the scripture verse. He's so jealous that if your motives are wrong and you only are looking for stuff to please yourself so you're, to spend on your, you're only doing things to spend on your pleasures like this verse is talking about, why the heck would a loving, caring God give you something that you can't handle and you ask for it? Like, God is a good God. Like, (laughs) and this verse is so crazy because like this is why we have fights and quarrels among us because we're seeking after things and desiring things that we cannot have so we kill to get it we cheat to get it we hurt other people to get it and to obtain it when that isn't god's will for our life so how do you know what god's will is for your life one of the reasons one of the many ways and one of the points i have just from what i said uh is how do you know God's will for your, how you know what God's will for your life is? If you got to quarrel and fight for something and kill and cheat and sin to get it and covet, that's how you know it's not God's will for your life, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's just one reason, one way. So you got to, if you got to like manipulate a woman to get with you, they're not, they not mm-hmm. for you, man. Like, you know, you got to manipulate a man to be with you. And trick them, you know, s- scheme to get with them. Like, come on, man. That's not God's will for your life, right? So like, we can literally just debunk and figure out what God's will for our life is just from these verses. Like, if we're spending all of our time pleasing ourselves, are you kidding me? Like, we're here for God. You're here to glorify God. You were created for God. God should be first, right? So if God isn't first in your life and all you're doing is spending time this is so crazy right here. You spend time to get to get your own pleasures, right? Like, if that's all you're doing with your life is spending all your life trying to please yourself, that's not God's will for your life, which is what most people do. Let's just call it like it is. Everybody wants to be pleased. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody will do anything to get what they want. But as a Christian, are you kidding me? As a believer, that's not God's will for your life. Your will, your will... Your call, your purpose in life is to, I already said it, to put God first. That's that's the easiest way to put it. And like I said at the beginning of the video, not my will, but thou will be done, which we will talk about with Psalms 148, when, you know, uh, when Jesus was in the garden, he sent me again, and he said, you know, not my will be done, but your wills be done, even though he didn't want to be crucified. He didn't want to die in a horrific way that God had planned for him to die. But that was God's will for his life so if jesus called to do that what are you called to do are you better than the master you know is a servant better than the the master is the the student better than the teacher and and then is the father is the child better than the father like you're god's child like are you gonna get out of if they hate the father what do you think what do you think they're gonna do with the child <laughs> you know they're well, gonna hate too. so like yeah you're called to bear the same cross not that cross because i mean nobody can drink from that cup right but everybody gets a piece of it right like this is so crazy but yeah Justin did you have anything else man
1: yeah just one thing that was like um, something you said and I I already forgot what you said but it made me think of like uh, you need accountability too you need some like brothers and sisters or in God to like help you discern what God's wisdom is too hmm. and, uh, there's a verse where two or three are together there am I also right i feel like the god puts us with certain people because like we're all in the image of god but we're kind of like a diamond yeah. everyone takes on a different facet everyone takes on a different gift like we we when we shine we show god but we shine like a different facet of it so like if you're not sure what god's will is like that's why we have brothers and sisters to help you out as well i I remember someone put on a a quote or they pointed out that the paraplegic who got healed by Jesus was healed because of his friend's faith. Like the four friends who cut a hole in the roof and like lowered him down, like the display of their faith is what helped him out. Like when we pray for our brothers and sisters or when we ask people to pray, like we don't take this lightly. Like Mm -hmm. God takes into account the power of numbers, the power of, I was about to say power of friendship, but that sounds a little corny, but it's basically that. So I think it is really important that we, that we surround ourselves with people who care about us and who can actually help us discern that stuff. Because sometimes, sometimes you are so into a situation, like you can't, like you can't pull the wool over your eyes, but like, friends or family or brothers and sisters who are there with you are able to help you or pray with you and able to like figure out what does god have for me or a- able to like offer their gift to figure things out and I, I i just think like god put us with other people for that express purpose right
0: man i was trying to i was hoping you'd talk a little longer like did you have anything else
1: yeah i did have yeah i did have one thing it's kind of a going on a different track though but okay. i did I say that I do think like even when prayers aren't answered, like God's will is not being performed as well. Like you said, you, we can't understand God. We can't understand our purpose if we don't understand God. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times we do put God in a box when we will ask for things That we think are the best for us, and then they don't happen, and when and then we have a crisis in faith, or we think God doesn't care, or we think God's not answering our prayers. But I think it's because maybe God has something more for us, uh, more for us in mind. I remember seeing this one picture of like uh, Jesus was like holding that, or like uh, Jesus was asking this little girl to hand her her teddy bear, but she was, she was very reluctant because she loved it. But behind Jesus's back was like an even bigger teddy bear. So like, as a, it's, it's like, uh, it's simple. So it doesn't like cover all the, it doesn't go deep into like why God doesn't answer all of our prayers. But I think that's the gist of it in which like God does, um, have good things in mind for us. And sometimes we don't know what's best for us. Like God will, God will listen to our prayers and he will give us things that he thinks are for best for us. But sometimes he has something even better for us as well. Right. So I guess I'm playing a little devil's advocate in which, yeah, I think if you're praying in the way God wants you to, like they'll be answered. But I also think sometimes the answers to his prayers may be no, because he has something else in mind. Yeah. Like or
0: not yet. You I said or not yet.
1: Oh yeah, or not yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. I've heard so many stories of prayers being answered two two years later or five years later because okay. like Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely true, man.
0: All right. Yeah, we can that's, determine we are oh, go ahead. You gonna say oh yeah,
1: I am just saying that's no reason to like lose faith in God. I think right. that just shows that Like, it's just more complicated than we know. Right. Yeah. I'm glad you went
0: down that that hole right there, because, like, we do need to talk about that and address that. We can determine we are praying correctly if our requests come to pass. Like, just because it doesn't come to pass right now, in this moment, doesn't mean it's not God's will for your life. Like, a Mm. good example is, like, me getting married to Maya. Like, just because we're not (laughs) married right now, and we're still both in our parents' houses, so she's at her parents' house, I'm at mine. Doesn't mean we're not called to be married. Like it's bound to happen. It's been set in stone. Like you know what I mean. Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> like just because it hasn't happened yet, doesn't mean it's not God's will. Like some things just takes time, right? And and God's preparing you. What is He doing in the wait? That's the question. What is He doing in that time period of 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 you? You know, enduring the wait. Like that is that process is so necessary for maturing, for preparing. For just making you into the image and preparing you for the blessing that you're about to receive, because some stuff, just some some stuff that we want doesn't come easy. Like just me preaching, for example, like in a church, like shine. You know, what I mean battles you're gonna have. Half of them I'm not ready for. Like I said, I I should've been preaching a long time ago because I knew I was called a priest when I was 17. But them battles with church members and stuff that I have to face, and the way Satan uses them sometimes, nah, I wasn't ready for that, man. Like so. Yeah, that I'm glad that you said that. And then also I was gonna hit you with this, man. Like normally I only like sharing posts that I posted, but I will definitely post this eventually. But that that goes with what you said. You know, in Mark Two, Jesus said that, That's exactly
1: yep, yeah. yeah, that's exactly the post I saw before. Yeah. You found it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, your circle matters, man. That is so powerful because like you know, first Corinthians fifteen thirty three says we never got to first Corinthians 15, we were close, but, um, it said, you know, uh, evil company corrupts good habits, man. So yeah, a good habit would be knowing God's will and being just not, I, won't, I don't want to say even right alignment, but just be on the right path and going in the direction that God wants you to go in this life. And if you don't have the right circle of people around you, you can corrupt that, right? Like they can hinder you from being, uh, Who God needs you and created you to be in this world, right? If you're not surrounded by the right people. Same thing goes for like Moses. You remember when we were studying the book of Exodus and uh, Jethro? Like, man, like without Jethro, where would Moses be? Like, his insight. Like, at first, Moses was uh, giving his advising all of Israel. Like, (laughs) he was giving all the counsel in the world to all Israel all day, all long. And he didn't have any uh time to do what god called him to do and jethro mm-hmm. was like man you don't have to do that man you know designate some people that god called to you know that in god field and, and god gave knowledge and wisdom to that can give the critique and the counsel that they need that he's like that's not a task for that's you true. to handle like without jethro where would Moses be he probably would have never even went to the wilderness because he'd be counseling everybody in the wilderness like yeah. well, they would never got to the promised land you know what I mean so well <laughs> like, yeah your circle of friends matter man that's how you, that's how to you know guys will man that's one of the many ways like man there's so much to say with that. did you have anything else justin
1: like like i'm just curious no that was the main thing like i definitely um yeah i i definitely wanted to like um bring that like an opposite view too just to make sure like people aren't wondering why their prayers aren't being answered because i have heard the phrase before like oh if it Um, I remember going to this one church and this one, the preacher was praying that someone's back would be healed, which is good. But when it wasn't healed, like right away, he was saying, oh, you're not believing hard enough. And that's, that's not how it works. (laughs) So I'm, yeah, it's, it goes back to God cares about what's on the inside first before he makes any outward changes.
0: Mm. When you said that, that just, Maybe your heart, people's hearts is not in the right place for them to receive the blessing, right? So that goes back to what we've been saying, like God's preparing you for it. Mm, if you're not yeah. prepared, for it, He's not gonna give it to you. So if your heart's not in the right place, you're not in the right spirit mentally. If you're not ready to take on what He's about to give you, you know that just goes with what I've been saying, like and what we've yeah. been saying, right? So, yeah, you know, God's not gonna give you too much. He's not gonna give you more than what you can bear, like First
1: Corinthians 10:10 says. So, yeah, man. I think we did good on this video, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this topic. That's pretty good for like deciding to do it right off the bat.
0: All right, yeah, we'll get a little warm up. But yeah, guys, you guys make sure to uh, subscribe again to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. You can watch more videos with me and Justin, just uh, answering people's questions on social media, dissecting, and really going deep in the scripture. And guys, you just gotta you gotta check this out, man. You gotta you gotta check this out. And then also you gotta. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. Uh, like all his videos and comments. So, Chaplain Logs is his YouTube channel right here. And then also, befriend him on Facebook, you know, Justin Lee Howell. And when he gets his other social media pages as well, I'll throw out his handles on there. But, yes, guys, these are my other social media pages. So, you guys, uh, yeah, if you like this video, comment, share it with people that you know. It's going to bless people that want to know what God's will is for their life, want to know their purpose and everything like that. I think this video will bless them. Um, and I, I pray you think the same thing as well. But yeah, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again. We're about to do a lesson on Psalms one forty eight, mm-hmm. seven verses seven through ten. So, all right, get ready for to be blessed. All right, so talk to you guys in a bit. Peace.